0: You're listening to OK Now Listen, a bi-weekly show where we chat about what's on our minds, what we're binging, and what's blowing up our timelines. I'm Scotty Beam, a media personality, content creator, music enthusiast, and a winged connoisseur.
1: And I'm Sylvia Obel, culture writer, host, producer,
0: and lover of Beyoncé.
1: And I'm a new godmother. Tell them, Scotty.
0: I'm a mother. No drama. <laughs> you hear me okay and those that are you know because i said that before and i got like four people calling me being like a mother of what so i am a mother i'm a mother of a new puppy nina simone scott young
1: yes you know what this made me i said i didn't realize the scott young hyphenation i said not mona not (laughs) Not (laughs) Not (laughs) not Mona Scott young was the first person that came to my mind and I said oh my god Nina's gonna be a media empire queen it's in the name (laughs)
0: yes I didn't even think of that Sylvia oh I did we might have to drop a last name (laughs) Um,
1: somebody gonna have to compromise somebody's last name
0: gotta go (laughs) yes guys for my birthday I got a puppy my birthday was October 3rd yes and I got a surprise puppy. And yeah, she's she's the greatest gift ever.
1: But also, mm-hmm. the people got in there. Let me tell y'all something. Scotty talked about hoping for this dog every damn day before her birthday for like a <laughs> week straight. When we was on set every day, I hope I get a dog. I hope I get a dog. I really want a dog. I hope I get a dog. And I'm over here like I hope she gets a dog. Lord, please, I hope she gets a dog because we, please it's what she wants. And I like, I want to remind you about how much you wanted this dog, okay? Mm. Nina's beautiful, the puppy. She's like gorgeous but what, what is, how has motherhood been for you, Scotty? How that first week been?
0: Let me just Let me just start by saying my baby's a black beauty. You hear me, she's all black. Please go to my Instagram to see my beautiful baby, all right? She's a bundle of joy, but also she's a bundle of havoc and chaos. I look like a troll now because for a whole week I have been on her ass about potty training. This potty training lifestyle is very hard. Mm. No sleep at all throughout the day. She can sleep throughout the night. She has no problem with that. Mm. I can't take my eyes off this girl without her shitting somewhere. I told her not to.
1: Not the beautiful apartment.
0: In the beautiful hardwood floors. Piss everywhere. And I have a fear. You know how you step in people's houses and they smell like animals? (laughs) And I'm like, oh no, this can't be mine. Candles everywhere. So I have been wiping down my my floor (laughs) with all types of Clorox everything lighting all the candles <laughs> putting all the plugins in because i have a fear but you know she's just she's a puppy i have to remind myself that and that it's only been a week guys it's only been a week so yes, nina said i have not had my nails done yet even for my birthday <laughs> i have not gotten my nails done i have the same nails yeah, you, same nails me too though from last month i, do too, though. <laughs> I, do, I ain't got no excuse. okay okay Right, my eyelashes. I got one eyelash left. Oh, my God. And then on top of that, I have not gotten a pedicure. My hair is not done. I have a hat on. Chop. This work is hard, and it's got me thinking, Sylvia, girl, can I do a child like a human being? I don't know. If a dog is this hard, I don't know. It is. Shoo.
1: I'm crying. That she got yeah, you questioning so. your life, your mother. I just can see you now. Every time you got to get back Oof. on all fours to wipe the new thing, it's like all my life I had to. Please. I hate slavery. Took. Just every day. I hate, all day. That's exactly <laughs> what this is. It is slavery, Nina said, it's like, my house now. It's my house now. Oh, my God. You thought this was your house. Anywhere. It's mine.
0: And she could be like, oh, I know to pee on the pad. That's fine. And then... She'll do it three times and make me believe that she has it down now. And then she goes, psych, I'm gonna shit on your Peloton, like,
1: just <laughs> not, because. Not, not the, the Peloton, Jesus.
0: <laughs> Jesus. <Not> the- <laughs> I was like, I just, guys, help me. But I feel like when this is over, we'll get to the good, good parts. She's still an amazing dog, though. She's funny, you know, she has a cute little sense of humor. I'm but. Yeah, girl, I don't know what sleep is.
1: We're excited that you're raising a strong black woman, and exactly, we're excited to exactly. see where it comes from that. Mm-hmm. You know, I too have gotten little sleep, not because, <laughs> <laughs> not because of a dog, just because of all my libra ass friends. <laughs> Libra season Say is here, baby. And clearly y'all are my favorites. Like I be like, damn, I really Obviously. I clearly love me a Libra. Like it's just Obviously. Clear the superiority that you guys have to my just taste of people. We're everybody's friends. I'm just letting you know. But the thing about Libra's is I had tweeted like me at the end of Libra Season with a meme of the Popeye's chicken lady tired. And what was funny was all of the other Aquariuses and co who have lots of Libra friends who are in my replies talking about the things their friends were doing. And it was the exact same. I said, wow, y'all really the same. Like somebody was like, a Libra will, you know, have three birthday events. But then on their personal birthday, you ask them what they're doing. It's like, oh, getting some me time, recharging, relaxing. It's like, oh, glad, glad that you're doing that on your birthday while the rest of us are running around like crazy to make this work. But no, I... I had a blast. It was a great week. You know what I mean? It was, we got to squeeze in a dinner with Scotty and a live cover band before she left. I mean, I feel like I went to everybody's birthday dinner during the week and then in the weekend it was everybody's birthday party. Same people, just two events per person.
0: Right. I'm still celebrating my birthday. I'm going to a birthday dinner today with my friends here because I didn't get to really have a birthday birthday because I got my dog and I was like, (laughs) Cause
1: she's a mother now.
0: <laughs> I'm a mother.
1: No drama.
0: No drama. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'm still celebrating. Shout out to all the Libras. It's your
1: birthday all month. As For somebody real? who also has, his birthday is at the top of a month, we have it the best, baby. This month is mine, all month. Shoot. So one of the other things I look forward to when it's a new month is new black ass movies being added to Netflix. And Woo. this past month actually, one of the funniest throwback movies that got added back was BAPS. And I was very hyped to see BAPS added back to the catalog.
0: BAPS, okay, Black American Princesses, of course, is the 1997 comedy with Halle Berry and Natalie Reed, RIP. Yes. Okay. Uh. Playing two ghetto fabulous women with the wildest wigs and gold teeth, trying to make it in LA. And that still happens today.
1: (laughs) Funny, I just realized BAPS was us last month. Um, But no, (laughs) BAPS is... Right? (laughs) I am BAPS. BAPS is me. (laughs) Damn, that was us last week. (laughs) It's relevant to this day. It's (laughs) hilarious to this day. It makes me feel seen. Mm -hmm. But it's come to our attention...
0: Oh, this is going to piss me off.
1: That certain producers of ours still have not seen BAPS. Mm -hmm. It's been out for two mm-hmm. decades, been on Netflix twice. It was on BET every other Saturday for half of the 2000s. I Let don't understand.
0: You, you had to willfully ignore this <laughs> is what I'm saying. You to put you. A- like, like she literally said, absolutely not. I'm not going to pay attention to these two black women. And she did that for a long time. Jess, I'm coming at your head. I cannot believe I was We're in shopping. utter shock. Shocked. Like, she produces the BAPs, the modern-day ones, and she hasn't seen the OGs, which is crazy. And it deserves to be seen, by the way.
1: It does. It does. If you haven't seen it, you take your ass right mm-hmm. over to the Netflix and see it. But it also brought up a debate about what makes a top must-see black film and what doesn't. Like, we, everybody on the team had seen mm-hmm. Love and Basketball. We'd all seen Waiting to Exhale. Yes. But like then there's the movies yes. that fall in between, like BAPS, where it's like, to us, and I'm sure a strong collection of blacks, that is a must-see classic. But then to others, it was like, oh, that's uh, one that fell through the cracks for me.
0: Yeah, so today, <laughs> we want to revisit BAPS and also talk about what makes something a black classic or blassic. Okay.
1: I know. We're going to get into it because we have to come together as a community and figure this out. So let's get into it.
0: So we are revisiting BAPS because we love it so much. But let's just list some of the things we love about BAPS. That's first. Yes. Okay. Sylvia, hit me off. <laughs>
1: hit you off for me i love when we just get to be Mm -hmm. right like it doesn't have to be a message Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be activism just black joy that's what we try to be on this podcast and i think that's really like the essence of Babs. it's just a silly movie doesn't have a serious message to it it's just meant to be funny and to be laughing and it's so rare that we get to see black women just get to be funny like slapstick comedic funny in the way that White men right. and black men often get a chance to play around. Like, I can't think of another movie where Halle Berry got to play around mm-hmm. that much
0: and just be silly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. And like, I feel like this was a little love letter, maybe a small love letter to ghetto mm. girls who often are like overlooked mm-hmm. or are in serious movies about death and crime and, you know, <laughs> shit like that. Hood. Like, ghetto yeah. girls like to have fun mm-hmm. too. Right. Girls like to have fun, too. They love fashion. Yes. They actually are at the forefront for most of the fashions that are out Trend today. Trent, hello, speak on it. The pioneers. Yes. So I love that. Shout out to Ruth E. Carter, mm, too. The God. Design, costume design. She's going to
1: have costume design half the movies we talk about today. So let's just assume, unless we <laughs> say otherwise, that it was Ruth. Okay? <laughs>
0: That's very true. <laughs> That's very true. But Ruthie Carter did that. Uh, the hairstylist. Oh, my God. Okay? The black hairstylist was getting the check. Shout out to, I think, Kimberly Kimble. Mm-hmm. Oh, which. Was also a hairstylist in that. Of course, mm-hmm. of course
1: Beyonce's hairstylist mm-hmm. was getting her chops mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. on the mm-hmm. set of Babs. It was giving, what's that hair festival in Atlanta? Bronner I Brothers. Gonna, Bronner like Brothers. That. It was giving the Bronner Brothers best. Best of
0: hair, hair show. show okay oh my god <laughs> i loved everything about that loved everything about that the halle berry doing that goofy ass yeah. dance <laughs> that she did for the audition <laughs> <laughs> and in the, and the ad-libs <sighs>
1: <sighs> when they were trying to get into heavy d another r.i.p uh But when they're trying to get Mm -hmm. the Heavy D music video and they were thrown out because Mm -hmm. (laughs) they were thrown out when they bumped into him at the restaurant. I just love the L.A. cameos of like (laughs) black stars at that time because they were in L.A.
0: And the black woman friendship. Yes. Like them two, they were were besties. They was hyping each other up all the time. We're there for each other all the time. I love that about them. It was fun to see like women in a comedy. Yes. You know, where, as we see Wayne's Brothers every five seconds in every other comedy. So I enjoyed it so much. I watch it so many just times. Just for a
1: laugh. It's a good time. So the question is, Is would you say that BAPS is a classic, even though it's not as widely apparently known as some
0: of the other classics? I think so, because of what it represented for me. <laughs> yeah. And I, I
1: just think, think we don't so. get a lot of ones that are led by solely two black women on their backs. That's yes. it, there's no yes. romantic male lead. You know what I mean, there's no, nope. it's not a full ensemble, it's two women carrying mm. this movie on mm. they back.
0: And they did that, and they did that. That's one thing I really hated about that movie though, is that at the end, <gasps> Hallie. Gave her money to that, her broke ass boyfriend, so that he can have a limo service. And I was pissed about it. But, but other did, than that, I wanted her to keep all the money from that dead white I would man. Say, didn't all she, of she it. She
1: did something for herself, right? Would what, what they open a hair salon? She got they the, hair, the salon. hair salon. Yeah. Okay. I you know she just broke them off a little. You know, limousine service ain't that expensive. You know, just a little.
0: Did you see them type of cars oh, right. out there? They I got the, do, the buggies, don't punch back, them <laughs> things. She got a bunch <laughs> of them. Don't punch back. But I feel like she's smart enough to know that, okay, you're going to put my name on that too, because I own that as well. So hopefully, you know, I feel like we need to really define what makes something a Blastic though, because we can have these arguments all day. Mm. You know, we wanted to play around and give you guys our officially unofficial rules of Blastics. But just to set the tone, let's start off sharing our top three, oh God, Blastics of all time sylvia don't disappoint me i know we got a few in common yes. already so, so here we're we go. gonna listen, listen.
1: we're gonna try we said three we're gonna do what we can because we got some overlap i just feel like off rip y'all know so Scotty talks about how i always talk about love jones <laughs> y'all know how i feel you know yeah. it's a classic for me boom and yes. we talked about the yes. best man yes. and i think one of the reasons why the best man is such a classic is because it's one of the biggest ensembles co ensembles that mm-hmm. we've had and it was like the first like for me like black weddings are such an in- inaugural thing in our childhoods and growing up and i think it was like one of the first movies to just detail that experience like that boom but okay. waiting to exhale okay let's talk okay. about it Scotty, like, because you and me number one founders
0: this veterans. motherfucker psychotic psychotic okay I bet you they serial killers less anal. <laughs> you hear me? I can do that whole monologue. Okay, no, go ahead.
1: That has no funny cause. tidbit. When the first time Scotty came to BuzzFeed and she came at my desk <laughs> and I was like, she was looking through my BuzzFeed uh, page of things I've done. I said, you know, I've done a quiz about the Angela Bassett speech and waiting to exhale. You and sure she did. was like, shut up. You Open it right up. now. <laughs> I opened it and she took the quiz. It was filling the blank. <laughs> Because that's the kind of black ass shit I used to do when I was born at work. It's make quizzes (laughs) like that. And Scotty got obviously 100%. But that was one of the first days I knew we were meant to be friends. Because we were like, what? But no, yes. 742?
0: (laughs) Okay? The number of times we made love. I should have left your ass when the doctor told me.
1: Listen, mm, you're the motherfucking improper influence, John. Influence. And get your shit. And get out get out shout out to terry mcmillan for writing a classic shout out to forrest whitaker for directing the classic Mm -hmm. shout out to whitney houston angela bassett loretta divine Mm -hmm. and layla rashawn for
0: Mm -hmm.
1: giving us the original black sisterhood count on me Drama. Thick
0: and thin. A friendship that A friendship will never end. That will never end.
1: Just all of it. I just feel like it's the mm-hmm, first time mm-hmm, so many black women were seen. We both remember how much our mom, like, we were kids. That's how much black women were watching it. Like, and I remember the moment, mm-hmm. okay? It was huge for black women. And I just think that the, yeah. the fact that they were able to get some of the biggest stars at that time, like Angela and Whitney were the girls. You know what I mean? Like, so yeah. I think that it was just, great to see that much star power given to a movie that came from a black fict novel before terry was even huge like she became to be so like and it just spoke about our pain it gave life and love from our perspective Mm -hmm. it's one of the first times i ever Mm -hmm. remember seeing movies show that like sex is not always great for women (laughs) shout out to window pierce nope And that scene. (laughs) And I was like, because let the movies, other movies tell it, it's all fun and games every time. But like, no, like it was just real. And so to me, there's Mm -hmm. no way it's not a classic. It has all the elements. It has the staying power. It's just there.
0: Okay. So there's that. I mean, we we can just call it out because I think both of us. Brown sugar. Okay.
1: Listen. Brown sugar. Brown sugar. You want to talk about. Okay. When you fell in love with hip-hop, <laughs> Hello? you want to talk about the culture of hip-hop, music, media, just the industry? You, you want to wanna... talk about friendship and complications and love? You want to
0: talk about the celebration of a divorce in the right way? <laughs> so I just, I, I if I ever, I will be having a ding, 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 my divorce <laughs> party just like that because that is what set the tone. I love that damn film. Everything about it, you know, is hip hop, everything about it yes. is love and who knew that you can put hip hop and love
1: in a non-toxic way. Oh my god. And gosh. it was beautiful. And it was uh, such was a great cast. Sanaa so Lathan and Tay Diggs are like you know, chopping up onions and putting tomato paste on the base of every like soul food recipe—they're just there. They're the elements that That's just right. need to be there, and their yes. chemistry is ridiculous. Queen
0: Latifah,
1: most deaf.
0: Most I remember Def. being like,
1: "Damn, I know most deaf could act Boris like Kojo. this." Like most deaf, yes, really is like yeah. he brought the comedic relief when it was necessary. Him mm-hmm. and Tay Diggs' chemistry was hilarious. Yeah, and the Boris and Nicole being married in real life and playing each other's opposite mm-hmm. partners is really mm-hmm. cute and shout out to all the bad raps <laughs> the hoe is mine. is mine
0: got to get got to get got to get that bitch roof roof like he barked <laughs> like that shit had me
1: shout out down. to Ren and Ted i wonder what Ren and Ted are up to the hip-hop dalmatians
0: That <sighs> oh shit they would have made it during these times TikTok.
1: there's certain movies that just feel good in your your spirit and brown sugar is definitely mm. a favorite And I mean, as women who, like, love music, love writing, journalists, it's like, it was made for us. Hot 97s in it. Like, clearly, it was pandering to people like us. For
0: me? (laughs) Yeah, it's for us. I love that film. It's one of my top three favorite films ever. I have one, classic that people don't talk about enough, and it's called Life. (laughs) Okay? Life. With two motherfucking powerhouses. Okay, you got Martin mm. Lawrence and Eddie Murphy. Ooh. A duo. Life is fucking hilarious. <laughs> there is nothing. And on top of that, they have Bernie Mac. They got um Anthony Anderson in it. They had, oh, Guy Tory <laughs> is in it. Bokeem Woodbine is Bokeem in being it. being Like, I watch this movie. Yes, he do, child, 100%. But uh, you got Rick James in it. You have every, like, it's Rick James was in life. (laughs) Yes, Rick Rick James is in life. A lot of them people in that. I love this damn movie. I watch it probably once every three months (laughs) just to keep things fresh. Oh my goodness. Because it's just, it's that funny. And and it celebrates comedians whom I love. Mm -hmm. And I always catch things. I end up catching things that I missed from three months ago that I'm like, oh, that shit is oh i didn't even notice they made that choice so they did that so i love everything about that film i think that is a damn classic fight me you hear me yeah two fight of the it. biggest comedians of that time and i but i loved
1: about martin lawrence and that and the same way i even loved with martin lawrence and will smith with bad boys is that like they mm-hmm. worked together like you know they brought their star power together to give the people their fan right. base is something that they would love it's like it's just like with those duets and
0: those collabs that you dream of. And like when it happens, it's beautiful. And I was, I always wanted to know like how much of it was actually scripted. Because <laughs> Probably not a, <laughs> not a lot of it. You know how they go.
1: Not a lot of it. You know they I, was cutting up. I fucking You know it. they was cutting up. They I know that set up. was hilarious. Like, I'll
0: pay good money to get all of the bloopers. They only show like a, about a minute.
1: We need an oral
0: history of this.
1: And I mean to be able to make prison funny and not right. traumatic, because there's—I mean—I feel like it's one of those things, one of those movies that get funnier the more you rewatch it. But I definitely remember being sad, yeah. like, damn, they gotta go to jail for
0: life for, <laughs> for nothing. nothing, right? For they nothing. They made like it was like for nothing, which was which was common. The sprinkle of truth that we needed, the 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 razzle dazzle of a truth, little activism that we all knew, <laughs>
1: right? Just a little,
0: <laughs> Just a little
1: commentary in the comedy. <laughs>
0: Right. So that's you know, I appreciate that. I love that fucking film. Ooh. Oh, Okay, yeah.
1: um we gotta give the hood black classics a little shine here. Cause we have a favorite on the
0: list. Paid in full juice, yes, above the rim, New Jack City. Um sit your five dollars down before I make change. City! Wesley um, <laughs> did what he had to City. do. Okay.
1: okay. Um Peyton Full and New Jack City are probably like my favorite of that era because Mm -hmm. my problem as an empath is them hood movies, they be hurting me, y'all. But I don't know how y'all be (laughs) rewatching Menace to Society. How you just gonna watch Kane get shot up on that lawn every damn time? Who wants to see that? Boys in the hood. We make jokes out of it after rewatching, but it's really not funny that Morris got shot like that right before he was about to get a football scholarship to college that shit broke my heart
0: my shit when they laid him heart. on his that mama's
1: really plastic couch yeah I, the hood movies i love them and i know yeah. that they're rewatchable to a lot of people but for me i just be taking them too personally but they definitely have a place in the culture mm-hmm. as classics
0: for sure for sure but I all right them. i love them so much
1: Whew, we listed a lot of movies
0: We did. We sure did.
1: Um, And they all got things in common. So let's get into these here rules of what makes something a Blastic. Because I think we touched on some commonalities, even when we were describing why we love these movies. And I think one of the main ones to Mm -hmm. start out with is that if you can say a line with no context and everybody at the cookout or the school Mm -hmm. lunch table or wherever you are knows what you're referencing. Like so many of these movies, we start out just saying the lines from them (laughs) that we just know by heart
0: right bye felicia mm. uh ain't nobody coming to see you otis oh, right that that shit there you're the motherfucking improper influence john influence if you start singing she's your queen to be they should know exactly where you're going so
1: man i had one of my friends that's since, from since high school brio. she literally used to just recite the Leon scene and like she would redo it at the lunch table and we would it would be like for Tristan Giggles mm-hmm. like Brielle do the scene do the scene do the scene like it's like she'll be like you think you can get me go from this group like she would get into character and do it and we would be on the floor <laughs> at the lunch table recreating the temptation scene where they kick out David roughing out the group so like I think those are the things yes. that I think about when I think about like the like that's a necessary part for that what's another thing? We think.
0: Yes. Another one is like, if an actor plays a real life person so well, you think that that actor is the person like mm. Angela Bassett. Let me tell mm. you something. <laughs> yes, she has played so many things. A lot of Every time I look at her, I look at her as Bernadine from Waiting and Exhale or Anna Mae Bullock.
1: I know that's Tina right. Turner. That's right.
0: I try to see her as other things she yes yeah, she does a great job acting in every other role as well she truly really does but when i see her
1: that's always it's true
0: i see them arms <laughs> from what's love got to do with it she just plays a woman scorned so well jamie Foxx is ray denzel washington is still malcolm x for people people really post him on malcolm x birthday and swear that it's malcolm x
1: if you, on if you go on one twenty, if you go on one hundred twenty fifth Street right now in Harlem, I'm sure you can find a Malcolm X T-shirt being sold with Denzel's picture on it, and not the actual Malcolm on X. Yes, it's as Malcolm X. Yes, yes. Loris Fishburne is Ike Turner to me as well. Like so much so yes. that I forgot. I'd be forgetting what the real Ike looked like. Like when I like when I watched the Tina documentary, I said, "Oh my God, that is what Ike looks like, ain't it?" Like I really—you mm-hmm. <laughs> can't tell me it's not mm-hmm. Louis Richmond. So yeah, I think, and you know, Leon is David Ruffin.
0: I'm about to say, Leon is all the superstars <laughs> from the '60s, and <laughs> I, Leon is Little Richard. Leon has—he's an hes. He's an era. Every time I see Leon in real
1: life, I'm like, how are you this young? You should be twice that age now based on my calculations because you was this young in the 80s, 70s. So I'm confused as to how you and Cynthia Bailey had a child when (laughs) you're not, you're vintage to me, but- Oh, my goodness. Yes, yes, yes. I also love, like, I think also a thorough line in classics that sometimes I love. I sometimes think of them as a universe, like Marvel Universe or, like, DC, like, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever. And I love how sometimes characters play. Like, if you have characters that always play play the same type of role, like we just talked about with Leon in the movie, it makes it more likely to be a classic to me. Mm -hmm. Like, the same way Leon was that in The Temptations and The Five Heartbeats and, you know, um, Little Richard um, I also feel the same way about mm-hmm. John from Waiting to Exhale, aka Michael Bleach playing the bad husband, also in Soul Food. Like he did, to, he planned. did he did to Vanessa Williams what he did to Angela Bassett, just always cheating and leave, like just always cheating on somebody. Can't be faithful to save his life, and, right? Um, same goes for All him, State I think man.
0: about Dennis Haysbert.
1: He broke Whitney's heart and Quincy McCall's heart and <laughs> Debbie Morgan's heart. All at the same and time.
0: And Debbie Morgan, who for me is mm. Eve's Bayou. You yes. know, when I see her, I think of Eve's Bayou mm-hmm. and her deep, beautiful dimples. Oh, I love her little face. You do. So, yes. yes. I, I, her her that's dimples what it,
1: are so cute.
0: But yeah, it's it's always that for me.
1: Yeah, so I feel like that's like a key ingredient. If you have like one of them characters that are always playing the same type of character in every movie, that's a thorough line for me in the universe. Like also Jennifer Lewis, mm-hmm. a.k.a. the mother of black Hollywood. Self-proclaimed, but it's also mm-hmm. a true title. It's the name of her book. <laughs> mm-hmm. But also like she's mm-hmm. playing everybody's mama from Whitney and the preacher's wife. To you know, uh, Anthony Anderson and Blackish, which is a TV show I know, but also like and think like a man. Uh, just I can think of all these movies where she's playing somebody's mama. It's like it's either her or Brother Divine, and they, they somebody's mama, and that covers up like most of the movies.
0: Right. Who is Gloria to me forever from Waiting to Exhale? <laughs> <It's very interesting.
1: laughs> um, I also think what makes a black sick is if it has one of the lead actors that are basically in every black blockbuster released. In the universe again. Like, I feel like it's like there's like certain ingredients you're gonna have. You either gonna have Tay Diggs, Sonal yeah. Lathan, or Nia Long, or even like let's throw in more Chestnut. Yeah. I wanna throw Omar Epps in there, like, and you're in good standing. Like, if one to two of them are in your movie, like, I think there was a time where I feel like yeah. I could do a three, six degrees of separation for every black movie. You can tie a through line through most of the Blastics with just mm-hmm. those people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because one thing about a Blastic, it's gonna have Sonal Lathan and Tay Diggs in it. It's going to have a more chestnut mm-hmm. Papa Neil Nia Long going to be mm-hmm. slaying the hairstyle in it, you know, and being everybody's cr- Like, it's just, it's what's going to happen. Key rules. Oh, but also, a very important characteristic of a Blastic is it has to, most of the leading cast has to be black. You can have maybe a token white. Oh. But it's not a black, it's not a black movie if only the lead is black. That does not make it a black movie. It has
0: to be majority three weeks ago, I said, I ain't never seen ghosts before.
1: Which, shocking. Because it's
0: mostly white. (laughs) And so when I watched it, Whoopi only said like three lines. You in danger, girl. And then that was it. That's all I got from Whoops. And I was like, hey guys, this is not a black film. It had all them damn white people in it. Patrick Swayze.
1: Demi Moore. What's that other lady?
0: Yes, Demi Moore. She's, yes. She's beautiful <laughs> yeah, though. New. Beautiful. What's funny Gown. was my
1: eyes was literally closed and I knew that you needed help. I was like, <laughs> I said Demi <laughs> like, Moore. Yes. I said, uh, <laughs> that other lady,
0: <laughs> that woman. Like, like white man can't jump. I think that's yes. like a classic to some because it has one white person in it. Most of it is black, Wesley Snipes. Mm -hmm. The guy Mm. who
1: plays the white man and white man can't jump, but he's like in so many of my favorite movies. I love Woody Harrelson personally. Am I saying his name right? I think it's Woody Harrelson.
0: And it don't matter if you said it wrong. Well,
1: (laughs) can't know them all. Can't 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 know them all. (laughs) Treat treat them how they (laughs) treat us. Well, but yeah, so since we've established these core rules. I want us to use these mm-hmm. to maybe try to throw out some examples of movies that are kind of teetering on the edge of a Blasic to see what category we think they fall under. Mm. I think we should both pick a movie that kind of teeters and see like, if we can convince the other person that it's a Blasic. Okay. Okay, so first up, Scotty, I would like to present to the, to the Council of Blasics <laughs> my nomination, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Think Like a Man. Hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. <laughs> Think Like a Man has a lot of the key players, right? It has a lot of the key players. It has Gabrielle Union. It has Taraji. It mm-hmm. has Michael Ealy. Now I'm pandering. It got Michael Ealy in it. <laughs> Ealy. <laughs> Morris Chestnut pop up. You know what I mean? Like it's a Regina Hall is in it. Um, Megan Good is in it. You know what I mean? I think it's a big mm-hmm. mix of like old school, newer school blacks. Because then you have like um, Kevin Hart. That was like his probably one of his first like rom-com black movies that he was in. Romney, Malco, oh, Terrence J, Aggie Pride. Uh, they, like there are the mm-hmm. newer ones that kind of come in. But it's I feel like it's anchored by so many of like the people who we know get the formula done. You know what I mean? And it's all black. Mm-hmm. It has just one token white. Shout out to Turtle from Entourage. He playing Gabby's man in this movie.
0: No, it's got the other white in it too. The uh, Gary Owens.
1: Yes, it is. Look at Yes, in. Gary um. Owens. Wow. In <laughs> the interesting turn of events.
0: <laughs> right.
1: But Gary Owens is in it. But you know he has like a like he's like a you know he popping in and out. But he's part like I just love. I feel like to me it's enough blacks to make it like a black movie. You know, I think its biggest flaw is that it's based on a relationship advice book made by Steve Harvey, but we can't hold that against it fully in the. Like, I get that that's the, that's the, uh, about it. And I do think it's so new. (laughs) It's so new. I'm not so new, but it's new enough where, like, sometimes I feel like it's just now proving itself to maybe have the rewatchable factor. Cause I feel like sometimes that part is hard. Like, okay. Will it be something that people are just going to be rewatching and like last? I feel like it's been maybe almost 10 years since it came out, which makes me feel old, like maybe eight years or so. But I think it's, it can find itself there in the scheme of black ensemble romance comedies.
0: I will take that because I do enjoy it. I don't watch it as much, but I do enjoy Think Like a Man. Mm. Some of the values in it are kind of- <laughs> Antiquated, what?
1: yeah, 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 um, yeah.
0: Very confusing. Mm. But I love the cast, of course. And I thought it was pretty fucking funny. Kevin Hart was was, funny. That was
1: Kevin at his prime, okay? Kevin had me. I'm about to say,
0: we need to be grateful of the times when we had Kevin (laughs) Hart as funny in movies. We just need to be thankful for them.
1: And Jennifer Lewis is playing somebody's mama, another key element. She plays Terrence J's mama in the
0: movie. Megan, yes, everybody was good in that movie classic sure I'll allow it. classic great I'll do it I just need to see it more I need to watch it yeah. more maybe BET needs to run that a few more times <laughs> for me to
1: really see it
0: <laughs> but speaking of running it into the ground a few more times let me talk about a blastic that I think when well, so, <clears> the <throat> BET does deserve. play and I know <laughs> I, let me tell you something all right now I know everybody has their qualms and their issues uh-oh with Tyler Perry movies. (laughs) Yes, I get it. I understand, find another writer. I get it, all of it. But let's (laughs) talk about the beginning of things. (laughs) I get it, please, before y'all start. But let's talk about the beginning, right? Where we (laughs) were finding out about Tyler Perry and how these two movies, to me, I said only these two, I didn't say any more. Just these two. That had us by the nape of our neck. We're, on, we're, we're okay? in bated
1: breath. The audience and I are in bated breath.
0: <laughs> <sighs> Diary of a Mad Black Woman. Oh, now hear oh, me out. I get it. I get it. I hear y'all. Not all of us are mad. <laughs> Not all, he had you know, made this... <laughs> He made this, you know, built some narrative that wasn't true about a black women. Let me tell y'all niggas something right now. I got aunties and great aunties. Oh, so do you. And grandmothers. <laughs> Listener. Right. And so do you that have a lot of stories that are similar to my woman, Helen. Shout out to Kimberly Elise, another another woman who we need to really
1: she don't get her give flowers. her her things. Yeah. But
0: they're. <laughs> are certain parts in that movie that people can recite. If you see that man blowing bubbles in his tub, you know exactly where it's from. You still laugh at it when she pushed that salad in his face because he couldn't move. People know that scene. You know what I'm saying? People know uh, the bad wigs. Even though it had a negative, you know, they have some bad things in there. What's his name? Shamar? Oh, Shamar more. had that, ooh, that wig ooh, with the braids. That,
1: it haunts me.
0: But it stands the test of time. It haunts you. It's still it's here. Still in my
1: brain. So what I'm saying,
0: <laughs> it's still in your brain. Oh,
1: why they make Shamar ugly and like
0: that? Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I just, the messaging was okay. <laughs> and I understood why he made it because there are women who went through the same thing i know that the stories aren't the same everybody has their different stories and different narratives but i do know some women with the same story that tyler perry told in this movie in this one and how Women needed to be picked up and and wanted to feel like they were heard or represented in some way with the relationships that they went through, and I think this one showed it in a slightly positive light. And I again, I get it. the The Tyler Perry hate brigade is a thing. I understand, but also it did fifty million box. Okay, rockers. stats. You understand? Okay, stats. Fifty million. <laughs>
1: One thing about tyler. the budget
0: the budget was five million okay one thing One
1: thing about tyler
0: one thing he, he gonna was, sell he gonna be he on the budget be,
1: he gonna get the people to watch and buy a ticket okay
0: the Hello? church
1: buses is coming in and rows.
0: everybody came. we <laughs> and we all can i saw it I in the saw theater in don't theater act too. like your ass didn't see thank you so and i can i still watch it yeah i watched it again because I wanted to see. Now, was, is it ridiculous, some of the shit? Absolutely. <laughs> but this, it doesn't negate the fact that there are stories like this that aren't heard and should be seen. And that's all I'm saying. So that one is a blast to me.
1: I'll allow it. I will allow it. I do think that the earlier yes. Tyler Perry lexicon, you know, right after he stopped the stage plays and just started making movies. And we were excited because it was during mm-hmm. the hiatus, really. Of classics, mm-hmm. like blast like I think Tyler came with those early on movies in the gap that stands between like The Best Man and Love and Basketball, and then like The Think Like a Man. It's like there was like a gap for a minute there, and Tyler really did fill it. And like to your point about even Kimberly Lee starring in it. The one thing I'll always give Tyler is that he gave our black lead actresses somewhere to go and the chance to be the lead actress and get that pay increase to go get the next leading Mm -hmm. role or whatever else. I think, you Mm -hmm. know, Taraji Mm -hmm. and Gabby and um, Kimberly, people have all said things about like when nobody else was casting me as a lead, Tyler gave me a movie and it helped continue Mm -hmm. and keep me going. And so, like, I'll give him that. And I do think that, like I said, there was a bit more quality a little bit more quality to the, you know, like to the earlier one. Yeah, yeah. It would be dismissive of us to ignore the very real I fan can. base of Black people who mm-hmm. do consider these movies part of their Blastics. And you know, we're inclusive here yeah. when it comes to Black yes, people. All Black hello. communities are welcome here, and we will acknowledge right. you in this moment. Exactly. So yes,
0: exactly. And that's all I'm asking. <laughs> that's all I'm asking. <laughs> you know. Again, I can't speak for the other ones. The ones that we named. Right.
1: I, I stopped where I stopped. I am.
0: <laughs> thank you. I'm about to say, I did not name anything else. So that please. That was the end
1: of it for me. <laughs>
0: and you know what? There are some blastics we haven't seen because we can't sit up here acting like we've seen it all even though i mean we've seen most movies, I have, we have most seen black my, we movies. have
1: seen most like we we actually took a quiz one of our okay. friends quizzed us the other day i mm-hmm. think there was only like three among the both of us that we had seen. we have out seen. of like 50 which have, is great yes. odds that mm-hmm. is a lot of fucking watching mm-hmm. black movies but they're my favorite classics are my black favorite black genre
0: so yeah so we decided to both reveal mm. A blastic, oh God, Mm -hmm. that we secretly haven't seen. Oh, I've been waiting for this because I've, you know, we had the meeting, guys, and Sylvia said, Oh, I got one for your ass. And I was thinking about this all day (laughs) long. I needed to know what Sylvia hasn't seen and how disappointed I will be. And if I probably will end this podcast (laughs) because
1: of it. So let's just go ahead.
0: The stakes are motherfucking high. <laughs> so let's please, oh, God. Sylvia. I've never admitted this publicly or to Scotty. Okay, let me get ready.
1: Um, okay, wait. I, I just want to say that I have done the best I can, right? Like I have seen
0: oh, so much. God.
1: I have seen so much and even I have flaws. And even I have a blind spot. And it's not that I didn't know this movie existed. It's a movie that I actively am like, oh, damn. I let that one slip through the cracks. I be putting it off like it's going to the post office. Like, I've been meaning to watch this. I will narrow this down by starting to say it's a Spike movie. Oh, God. It's a Spike oh, Lee movie. I know what it movie. is. I know what it is. And I don't
0: know.
1: And it's, I don't, it's not even, I won't say it's the most popular but it is one that I just feel like I personally am ashamed of not seeing. And I know that I feel like I've seen Scotty talk about his movie maybe at least once. And that's when I said, oh, damn, I haven't seen that. Guys, okay, you ready? I've never seen Crooklyn.
0: <laughs> Scotty, no, yeah. don't no, you take off her headphones? Come back. We had a great run, for I, you. Let me just tell I you how much I'm great I'm mean being vulnerable. I'm being
1: vulnerable. Run. <laughs> being
0: vulnerable and i honestly i'm
1: ashamed of myself i'm ashamed scotty has taken off her headphones guys she is taking off her headphones i don't know what i just come back don't leave me (laughs) don't leave me girl listen i'm I'm ashamed scotty you know a black girl protagonist My man, the bald-headed man who plays everybody's daddy. Delroy Delroy Lindo. Lindo. Just, I am ashamed. Here's here's what it is. Can I tell y'all? When I found out, because, you know, black people love... So, A, it was a blind spot, like, just didn't grow up in a household where people were watching Spike Lee movies. I am a first-generation black. I was the one bringing the black classics into my home. So, when I found out that it has a sad ending with a mama... I, that'd be a lot for me to take in. I was—I started to avoid it. I was like, "Oh my God, I'm gonna cry. I don't want to be sad. I don't—I feel like I know what happens because we don't know how to keep no secrets." And then it made it harder for me to build myself up to watch this movie because I kept being afraid that it was gonna make me sad.
0: If it helps. <sighs> All right. <laughs> if anybody <laughs> understands, actually, Crickland is my favorite Spike Lee joint. It. Is to me shot beautifully. I love Troy. Troy is me. I am Troy. And yes, it is extremely sad. But the black family, I think, is beautiful. I think the way that he shoots it and the way that, you know, their dialogue, especially with black dads and, you know, daughters Mm -hmm. and black dads and family and things like that, given just a little example of what black family looks like especially in brook and sylvia you live i know i know
1: i know scotty i'm not proud <laughs> <laughs> i told you it was gonna hurt i said i know I just, scotty love this movie i had so when i saw you tweet about how i was when i said oh damn them. i said scotty is going to kill me you knew it was bad because i didn't even tell her like i saw it and i just said i'm just not even gonna say nothing i'm just gonna sit here and pretend like we're just hopefully never gonna have to have this
0: conversation child i thought she was gonna say mo better blues and i was gonna just allow it because i was seen like child that's too long and, and i've seen that one so and,
1: and like everybody else i too got confused by the third act like what's happening but <laughs> what's happening but i feel like that's with a lot of spike Lee what is movies. happening it's only the first and second act great that third act That's where it be hitting miss for me sometimes with the spikely joints.
0: Crooklyn is like a black experience movie where it's just like you got the neighbors getting on your fucking nerves, you got drugs, and you know, you got black family, you got kids playing outside, kids telling on, you know, on you to your moms. Like it just restores the feeling kind of, like of childhood and what that looked like.
1: So, all right, I've gotten properly dragged. <laughs> I thought you was gonna be like, well, if anybody's looking to co-host the podcast,
0: we are we are hiring. Y'all, I was this close, but I said, you know what? We talk about grace on this here on this on this here podcast all the time. I gotta extend some for my sis Sylvia. You're not Jessica Jupiter who just <laughs> willingly ignores Baps or some <laughs> shit like that. So
1: I'll allow okay. it. So what's 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 your confession, Esha Raymond?
0: <sighs> this one you talked about it earlier, and I was trying so hard not to have any eye contact. Oh, cont- I, I mentioned I- I it. I, I was mentioned like,
1: it. What's the, I'm gonna hit I'm gonna hit a Scotty line. Right, guys. Don't piss me off.
0: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> guys? I just don't have the need to watch, but all right. Before I say this, I just want to let all y'all know that I love y'all so much. Um, Y'all have always been supporters of us. Um, Please continue to support. We are all flawed human beings, Uh, and here it is. I have never seen menace to to society. I can't even say it right because I'm scared. No, I have not. I have never seen You've Menace to Society. You've never
1: seen I Menace to never. Society? And let, me,
0: and let me also tell you what my audacity looks like. <laughs> it's the fact that I, I can watch Don't Be a Menace <laughs> to Society.
1: Not the spoof movie.
0: And be cracking up and not knowing the not damn a damn reference. scene. Because I didn't know. <laughs>
1: What's you got the all the other references right. except the what Menace to Society references. Except for the Menace <laughs> Society,
0: I guess. And child, I know, I know, I know. Like, you you just told me that Kane died. I don't even know who Kane is. You don't know who but Kane is? No, I do not.
1: The guy who played Kane wasn't in many black movies, but he was the lead. He was the romantic opposite, him and Jada. The dark skin dude. And he was fine, too. Okay. Him and Jada, uh, yeah, yeah, him and Jada Pinkett not Smith yet at the time, are the romantic yeah. leads on the show. You know, it's kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, the Cuba and the Nia and boys. Uh, but like, yeah. Lorenzo's his crazy pop, pop, pop friend with the braids that be like shooting up convenience stores and shit. Like the movie just starts out violence. Like it's just like from start to finish, mm. violence. But it's just like traumatic too. Like I'm almost like I don't even know if I should tell you to watch it. Cause that's not even could like the way we have turned the color purple into a comedy, even though it's really traumatic. Like that's yes. what I mean. Like another blastic. Like another like it's like like that. Like it's not but on the first watch, like on the first watch, you're gonna be like, now what inquired the Wayne's brothers to turn this into a spoof comedy? Because it's a sad story about the hood. Oof. Well, Lorenz did love Jones right after that, and everybody was so shocked at his range because he said he took the role because on okay. purpose because he had played such a like a violent, like rah rah character and to mm-hmm. society. So he, he was trying to show that he didn't always have to be that character. Do you have any more Sylvia that you haven't seen? No, because I'd like to keep my job. <laughs> wait, wait! Breaking news jessica jupiter has seen menace to society (laughs) there is a black movie that jessica jupiter has seen that scotty beam has not ladies and gentlemen i never thought i'd see today Mm. i never thought you know i'm holding my ear like it's breaking news too like it's coming in from the back
0: you know here's the thing (laughs) i'm 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 quick to support and watch black women that's why i was i sorry i dragged my feet a little bit when it came to menace to society (laughs) But I hear you Jessica I understand You seen it That's dope um, How about you support some black women And watch BAPS How about you do that Ooh. My black American princess <laughs> You My hmm? black American for listening to us and the things that we haven't watched. I'm definitely going to watch it this week. All right.
1: Well, listen, we've we've lamented about this long enough. (laughs) Clearly, we could talk about Blastix all day. But that is our time. It is the end of our show. Thank you for tuning in.
0: Our show is a production of Pineapple Street Studios in partnership with Netflix and Strong Black Lead. Shout out to our team. Our editor is Jess Baps Jupiter and our producer is Taylor Hosking. Our music is by Amanda Jones. Special thanks to Max Linsky and Jenna Weiss Berman.
1: Make sure you share your thoughts with us on the episode using the hashtag okay now listen. I want you guys to tweet us your favorite blastic?
0: yeah and unpopular ones too
1: tweet us your favorite like ones either ones that may be like a you know like a personal favorite but then also like some of your popular favorites whatever tweet us your blastic thoughts using the hashtag okay now listen follow strong black lead on the socials at strong black lead and follow
0: us too I'm at Sylvia Obell and I'm at I said what I said about that Tyler from Perry film I am not here to debate with you sweetheart Scotty Beam, please.
1: (laughs) Until next time, folks. Stay blessed.